may be seated. The scripture this morning is Matthew 2, verse 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For he observed his star at, his, at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them, where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea. So for it has been written by the prophet, as you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent to them to them sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go, and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they heard, had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The scripture for today is a familiar one. Most of us here have heard this story at least a handful of times in our lives, I would imagine, with Christmas and Epiphany. It is usually used during Advent, Christmas, and, a, and correctly today, Epiphany. It is a story of how God, the Son of God is so glorious that even strangers traversed thousands of miles to pay tribute to him. Is that really the story, though? Is it really as cut and dry as that? I certainly do not think so. This story goes a lot deeper than taking a little kid some birthday presents. There's intrigue, double-crossing, and extreme or even blind faith, depending on your interpretation. There is a lot of drama packed into these 12 verses of Scripture. The book of Matthew sits perfectly at the beginning of the New Testament where it can bridge the two testaments by showing the fulfillment of the prophecies in the Hebrew tradition. It is over that bridge that brings us to King Herod and the story of the one who is the king of the Jews. In the first verses of this scripture, the wise men present themselves to King Herod on their way through to honor Jesus. Although it is never specifically mentioned, we assume that there are three travelers based on the number of gifts that they have brought with them, the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. 
King Herod married into the Jewish royal family and was put in charge of Judea by Caesar Augustus around about the time of Jesus' birth, 37 BC through about 4 BC, somewhere in there, he was put in charge. The wise men, although guided by the stars, stopped in the city of Jerusalem to inquire where they might find the new king of the Jews. Herod knew the prophecy that surrounded the coming of the king and was frightened because of his own claim to the throne. Upon hearing the mission of the wise men, Herod gathered his trusted officials, asking him there where this king was located. The priests, lawyers, and teachers of Jerusalem would have been on this council, and they informed King Herod, that the child the wise men were inquiring about was indeed the sign that the prophecy had been fulfilled and that he could be found in Bethlehem. I picture King Herod looking sinister as he listened to their counsel, as he hatched his plot. Herod was not a man of strong moral fiber. He was ruthless. He knew how to use his military and his wits to his advantage. When the information of the prophecy had been confirmed, Herod dismissed his counsel and met with the wise men. Herod played off his interest in the journey as simply wanting to know where he too could travel to honor the child. And so the wise men set out following the star that brought them to Jerusalem, intent on returning to Herod with the location of the new Jewish king. Many scholars feel that the star the travelers were following could have been a cluster of stars made to look like a large one. It is also possible that the star was really a comet that we would have known later as Halley's Comet. And this story also leads us to believe that the wise men, or magi as they are called, were astrologers who would have paid attention to the movement of the stars as signs of world news. When they arrived in Bethlehem and the, the star stopped, in Matthew's narrative, it is supposed that by this time Jesus was probably about two years old. Although, their birth, although other birth narratives describe the Holy Family as, as coming to Bethlehem from Nazareth during the census, the Gospel of Matthew suggests that the, that the family had been living in Bethlehem for some time. When they found him, they were overcome with joy. Their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh were gifts fit for a king. Gold, because it's, it's gold. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Frankincense and myrrh are derived from the gum resins of trees, and their fragrances encouraged the highest social classes to use them in ritual. Myrrh is an oil that would have been specifically used for anointing and healing. While the frankincense could be used to alleviate stress and anxiety, all things a good leader would promote. The night they arrived in Bethlehem, after they had given their gifts of praise to the young king, the Magi were warned in a dream not to return to Herod or to take part in his plot. When it came time for them to head home, they chose another road, and avoided returning to Herod. God is not outright named in this text, but God is present throughout it. 
The star that the wise men followed was set by God. The dream they had before returning home was set by God. God does not always make a grand entrance. Sometimes God's presence is subtle. What seems to be a coincidence or just simply the way it goes might hold a small clue of how God is carving out our path. There are other, there's another place in the text where I see God, and that is in their meeting of Herod. How strange it is to me that the wise men guided by this star and knowing the prophecy would need to stop and ask for directions. And how strange that they decided to stop as it turns out so close to their final destination. Remember, Bethlehem is only a few miles from the city of Jerusalem. They had come so far, and yet they stopped. It's possible that the reason they stopped in the city and to speak to King Herod was a way to show the respect towards the ruler of the realm that they were entering. Whatever the reason behind their stop, the wise men were inspired to pull in for the evening. And how odd that they would find themselves involved in a plot to destroy a young child. Hey man, we just needed directions. The whole charade is a less romantic version of Casablanca. Of all the joints in all the world, we had to walk into this one? Yes, they did. They had to stop and request audience with King Herod. They had to become involved in a plot against the Holy Family. It was through their involvement that God was able to reveal to them, be revealed to them through Jesus. We've been exposed to an awful lot of unrest in the recent months and years. There's a lot of worry filling our hearts as we enter into Epiphany, a time that's usually for celebrating the Magi's understanding of the Messiah. What will become of us? What will become of our denomination? What is happening in our world? The children of God are being singled out based on small things. The color of their skin, their religion, their sexual orientation. Blame and hatred are being slung out of hand, out of context. History is repeating itself in more ways than one. It is up to us to to use the knowledge that we have of the past to ensure that the paths chosen by those charged with protecting us do not destroy our own paths to salvation. God allows us to use the knowledge we have so that God's will is done in times of confusion. Herods exist everywhere. Whether it be in the smaller scale with a boss, a co-worker, or a family member, or even on a large scale with world leaders, there are going to be people in positions of power that are going to throw up roadblocks. There will always be something trying to keep us from living the lives God has willed for us. Fear, anxiety, misunderstanding, misappropriation. Perhaps we are meant to come across these people in our lives. Perhaps we need to see what we are up against before we can do what we have been called to do. Perhaps this is all leading us to a time when we will need our skills honed and ready. Herod's 
antagonists, the other side. It is always going to be there. Not everything that we encounter is going to be to the extreme of a king trying to kill an innocent child. But we are going to be challenged in our daily lives. We are going to happen upon issues that are going to bring us discomfort. But it is then that we can remember the miracle that the Magi felt the night they arrived in Bethlehem. They had an epiphany. They gained a total understanding of what kind of king they had come to see. All of the puzzle pieces to their journey had come together. All of the reasons they felt so uneasy in the city became clear. They were able to fully see that the child in front of them was the savior of the world. The magi of the Bible represent Gentiles of the time. Epiphany celebrates the time when the rest of the world beyond Israel, where it was introduced to the grace and mercy of God through Jesus Christ. So what does that really mean for us? We do not have a, an actual star to follow but we have a whole list of instructions on how to treat one another. What do we do then when we encounter times in our life that feel off or feel the opposite of what our instruction guide tells us? Do we return to Herod or do we return to God? The hope of each pastor and the hope of Jesus Christ is that we all return to God. The hope is that when we are faced with a decision that could be detrimental to ourselves or someone else, we would stop, and before we cause any harm, we return to God. The choice to turn back to Herod is to return to a time or a place where we were not our best, to a time when we were under the influence of something sinister and unhealthy, something we knew was wrong while we were in the midst of it, but we had not yet awakened to the full life of faith. The choice to return to God allows us to move in harmony. It allows us to see that each person has worth and the potential to be greater than they are. A return to God enlightens each one of us and gives us a glimpse into the holy kingdom. On this Epiphany Sunday, we have seen the true identity of this tiny child. And we can either return to a life of ignorance, mistrust, slander, or we can return by another road, one that leads to the holiest of holies, Almighty God. The Magi followed the star. They took their knowledge of the prophecy and their knowledge of astrology, and they headed out. When I think about these wise men, I think of their faith in their own knowledge and in their ultimate faith in God. They were Gentiles, and they came from their lands to pay honor to a king that, as far as they were concerned, would never have any control of them, over them on this earth. They were overwhelmed with joy at the sight of the child, and they knew they could have no part in his destruction. They trusted in God and followed the direction of the Holy Spirit. 
we can follow the example of the wise men. God inspires our journey before we even know we're on it. We need to be willing to hear that inspiration and to follow it. And so here we are. We are immersed in a time of uncertainty, surrounded by storylines that provoke fear and distrust. And whether we are ready for it or not, we have to set out on our journey. God will see us through to our destinations. So go. Go with God in your heart and follow your star wherever it leads you. Amen. <laughs>